Hi, I'm Kid Champagne Matthew Haberman, and today we'll be opening a champagne on my favorite movie franchise of all time, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, a film written by Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis, and directed and produced by Ivan Reitman. Starring Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, Ernie Hudson, Sigourney Reaver, Annie Potts, and Rick Moranis. The plot, three scientists from a university experiments with a by finding ghosts. After being fired from the university, they decide to go into business and become the Ghostbusters. After dealing with their first client, which would come to a psychopheric phenomenon of biblical proportions to save the world from the coming of Gozer. The film was released on June 8, 1984, and was a huge box office success, ranking in an amount of $23.1 million in its first week of release and ranked in $295 million worldwide. Because of the release, it created a huge fan base and which today inspires many Ghostbusters cosplay groups promoting charity and education across the world. In 1989, due to huge success of the first film, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2 was released, also written by Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis, and produced and directed by Ivan Reitman, and the return of the original cast. The animated series The Real Ghostbusters was released and ran from 1986 to 1980- and was also a huge success. And also the opportunity to release some great action figures and toys during the time of the run of the show, which was a huge success. Today, Ghostbusters is still widely popular with a reboot released in 2016, which re-envisioned the franchise and today. And the future of the franchise is bright. Looking into the future, starting in March 9, 2021, with the release of the new film by the son of Ivan Reitman, Jason Reitman's Ghostbusters Afterlife. Today, we open up the champagne for Ghostbusters. And today, I have a very special guest joining me, my good friend who is a member of the New York City Ghostbusters cosplay group and the host of Unger the Radar, my good friend, Randy Unger. Randy, how are you today? I'm great, Matt. How's it going? Everything is good. I'm so excited to talk to you about Ghostbusters. Uh, this is... Anytime. <laughs> so, I'm going to get on to this. You and I have been great friends through it. We met, uh, we're both New York City Ghostbusters, big fans, and our friendship for the past few years has been nothing but greatness. Yes. <laughs> so, what I would like to say first is, what made you a fan of Ghostbusters? Wow. Well, that's quite a question. Um, so, basically, one of the earliest memories I have... Um, is in 1989. I was four years old. Um, I went uh, with my parents to go see Ghostbusters 2. And I also remember um, being in the subway. There was a Ghostbusters 2 poster on the wall. And I actually tried to uh, rip it off and take it home with me because I wanted to put it on my wall. Um, I unfortunately was not able to peel it off the wall, but I was able to, um, you know, eventually get my hands on the VHS of the first movie and the action figures which were amazing as well as the the, the crown jewel of, of my uh, toy collection was the Ghostbusters Firehouse and those toys were released by Kenner 
fantastic company um, from the 80s and 90s. They basically handled all the big properties back then, including Ghostbusters, of course. Um, and yeah, basically between the Ghostbusters action figures and the VHSs, um, I was I was hooked. I, I was addicted to this franchise. Um, they're both fantastic films. They encourage uh, teamwork and friendship in the face of adversity, and they really put out a, a positive message, a very positive message for kids. And you know, I was four years old when I when I discovered Ghostbusters, and I'm 35 years old now, and I think I love Ghostbusters now more than ever. Well, that is a a, a great answer to that. Um... It seems like Ghostbusters has envisioned your life to what you're a successful person for you are right now. I I think it's great. And um, you do have a lot of fun when you go into uh, the New York City Ghostbusters as well. Um, you definitely per go and march in the per annually in the parades in uh, the St. Patrick's Day in Boston. And as well as the Halloween Parade in New York City. And that is just amazing. Um, as you know, I've been a fan of Ghostbusters since I was about four years old. Um, after watching the real Ghostbusters first, because that's how that was my first experience. The real Ghostbusters was how I got into Ghostbusters, and it was just so cool with the proton packs and the ghosts and just hearing the theme song it just caught my eye and i just love from that and then i watched the 1984 movie with it was just so funny and it just blew my mind and just ghostbusters has always stuck out to me as one of it's my favorite movie of all time and i love it it's just so original it's so different and you know, 36 years later, it holds up, you know? Oh, definitely. And now, when you were going into the action figures, so, which would have brought me to my next question, but you pretty much answered it. Your most favorite of the toy from the line is the Ghostbusters Firehouse. Oh, my God. That toy, you know, I still have it. It's a little incomplete. It's missing some parts, but, um, you know, I'm actually looking at it right now, and it's just bringing back memories, just the sight of it, just brings me back to the early, you know, early to mid-90s, and it just makes me really, really happy thinking me, about that. And let me just say, I'm very jealous of you, because that is the one toy that I always wanted to get out of the line, and I never had it. I had a well, Ghostbusters firehouse, but let me just tell you that story, how that happened. Uh, My mom had a friend and made me a Ghostbusters firehouse, but it had no detail to anything <laughs> from that firehouse. Instead, it wasn't even a firehouse. A Ghostbusters jailhouse. A jailhouse. It was, what was it, a, a shoebox or something? No. Um, for what I remember is that my mom had a friend and he made it out of wood. It was a, nice, and they put, like, the Ghostbusters on it. it. I had the car. I was able to put the car in, but it was, I don't know. It never was right. Ghostbusters, there is no jailhouse for a Ghostbusters. It's a firehouse. Right. Well, you know, it's not too late, man. You can just go on e eBay and, and check out uh, if it's not too ridiculously expensive. Yeah, I looked up the, the price, $145 right now. Is that, is that in the box or outside the box? Outside the box. It's not a bad price for a firehouse. There's still a lot of things, you know, the sign. 
it, you know, I, I wouldn't. I mean, unfortunately, I can't buy those things right now. But we're definitely going to be getting into the toys yes. in a moment. So, Randy, I know you've been doing Under the Radar for quite a while, and I know for some of your experiences, you have met some of the members of the cast from Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. Who is your favorite character? First off, when we first, um, in going into it, who is your favorite character in the Ghostbusters movies and why? Wow, okay. Well, you know what, um... As a, as a kid, it used to always be Peter Bankman, because um, I thought he was so cool. He was funny, and he always had the, the perfect thing to say, and, you know, just everybody liked him. He was the leader. Um, but as I got older, I kind of I kind of relate a little bit more to uh, Ray Stance. Um, he's kind of like this, this good-natured guy. He's very innocent. He's very, you know, he wants to help out in any way he can. And that's how I kind of, that's what I bring uh, to the New York City Ghostbusters, you know. Like, I try to help out you guys as much as possible and just, you know, be a good person. That's great. Um, I'll tell you who my favorite character in Ghostbusters is, and that's Dr. Peter Venkman. Always has been my fan. Uh, Bill Murray, I love Bill Murray. Some of the favorite lines in it, the flowers are still standing. <laughs> But he the, just he, has so many great lines. <laughs> I mean, he made that movie. If there was anyone for in, in, that showed the leadership, Dr. Vakeman was the leader of the Ghostbusters in, in ways. If you he, know what? It's, it's a funny thing about that. Um, for, for me, for Ghostbusters, it's not about a leader, really. It's really everybody brings something different and special to the table, you know? And I think at the core of the movies teamwork and you know and being partners and then working together while at the same time demonstrating individual special traits that's what brings ghost makes ghostbusters special for me that's what it's all about with teamwork but i'll yeah. tell you who put this out there and it's in the line and it's true in ghostbusters and he even said in the movie Dr. Ray Stance is the heart of the Ghostbusters. Yes. I'd say um, Peter Venkman is the mouth. Uh, Egon is the brains. Uh, Ray is the heart, obviously. And I would say Ernie Hudson, um, his Winston, is kind of the everyman, you know. And he also at maybe a little bit of muscle because he's, he's pretty buffed. But that's neither nor here nor there. Um so, like I said, they all bring something uh, special and unique to the table. I completely agree. And let's not forget Annie Potts. Even though she's oh, the secretary, yeah. she does have an attitude in there, but she always <laughs> brings the spunk in it. <laughs> yeah. And without her, who would file the paperwork, right? <laughs> well, Louis Tully's the one that does all the accounting in oh, Ghostbusters too. too. That's true. So everybody, yeah, everybody has their role. Oh yes, everyone has their role. Now, getting back to the to my next question, Randy. Um, as I said before, with your and your show, you have, and um, even uh, with your experiences, I know you have met 
some great uh, members of the cast. You even interviewed one on your show on Under the Radar. You went to Ghostbusters Fan Fest last year. So yep. my next question is, who have you met in person at conventions from the films? Wow, okay, so, you know, you're going to be jealous of, of me again because, you know, last year, as you said, I did go to Ghostbusters Fan Fest in, uh, in Los Angeles, and that was one of the greatest trips of my life. Um, it was, they were commemorating the 35th anniversary of the film, and basically all of the cast was there except for Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver. They weren't there, but I was, you know, I saw Dan Aykroyd, um, you know, uh, Ivan Reitman was there, Jason Reitman, and I actually got a picture with uh, William Atherton, who plays Walter Peck, um, and I I met Robin Shelby, who played, uh, she was one of the puppeteers and performers who played Slimer in Ghostbusters 2. I actually had her on my show over the phone, it was a phone interview, um, shortly after the, the fan fest. Um, Oh, and also uh, Timothy Carhart. Uh, he had a small role in the first movie. He was the musician friend of Dana Barrett. Um, he was I, there. I got a picture with him. And uh, so he was a guy like, oh, you know, I'll see. You, so I'll see you yeah, Saturday. I'm sorry I didn't get to meet you, sir. That guy. But I'm I'm glad you're feeling much better. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> he was actually the, the the bad guy, the villain in Beverly Hills Cop Three. I don't know if you've seen it, but I don't know. He, he, yeah, he, he, it was, it was cool meeting him. It was just overall, it was an awesome day. And, um, I hope they do something like that again in the future. And I really hope, uh, Kid Champagne, that you'll join me next time. I really would be excited to join you in this. Um, I, I mean, if, to all experience, um, to see all these fans of film, that is one of my quests, and I'll be getting in that um, some point into my segment of my show, which we'll call soon will be My Life Won't Be Complete, which we'll be talking about soon. Um, but, you know, I have met some um, members of the film cast myself, s some with you, especially. Yep. Uh, I, what can I say? Uh, but one of my stories is I did meet Bill Murray back years ago. Really? Yes. In 2009 when I was working at a place called the Huntington Hilton. I was, think I heard this. Yeah, I did tell you this before. Yeah. yeah, I was working. It was the time of the U.S. Open at the Bethpage Black Golf Course in Farmingdale. And you know our, where the hotel is located is just in a prime location for where it is. I was, uh, you know, I was a guest service agent, but they had me doing parking detail for whatever reason that day. But it was so nice, something different than a change of work in the front desk. But all of a sudden, you know, one of the cars that came up there, and you know, is Bill Murray. I'm like, oh my god, it's Bill Murray. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, just like direct to the go, and like, oh. I gave him the sweet spot. I wanted to make sure that he was taken care of, so. I took care of him, and I said, you know, I'm a big fan of you. My favorite is my favorite fan of yours is Ghostbusters, and I was just, I really enjoy your work. I was a great fan, and he goes, Ghostbusters are a great film. I was like, yeah, one, and then I said, you know, one of my favorite lines of yours was, "The flowers are still standing." <laughs> 
And then you go, well, I'm great. I appreciate uh, I appreciate all of that. You're a fan. And then he goes in. He has breakfast in the restaurant as he comes out, you know, to the show. He's like, thanks, Matt. Food was great. And he goes, oh, by the way, Matt, the flowers are still <laughs> standing. <laughs> yes. See, that makes me happy. That's, that makes that's, me. That's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, there was a couple oh. of others. You know, one of my best experience was when we, when you and I, when we went to East Coast Comic Con, and we met Ernie Hudson. Uh, he was so nice, so cool. That was such a great day. It was such. It was a great day. One of the one of one of the best days of my life. I mean, I couldn't be more happy going in my ghost in my flight suit, and you know. Having my father there, of course, because he knows how big of a Ghostbusters fan I was. But even to have my friends there, you know, yeah. I met him. He signed my Winston action figure. <laughs> and I have um, a personal picture that I have, and it just has the best advice ever. One of his favorite lines that I loved in it, where it says, Matthew, when someone asks... If you're a god, <laughs> you say yes. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Sorry. And actually, that was the second time I met him, actually. The first time was a few years before before that event, before that con. It was at, uh, This was at New York Comic Con. And I got a picture of him in front of, we were both posing right by the, uh, in front of the uh, Ecto-1A. And I, I think I was like shaking because I was so nervous <laughs> standing next to him. But, um, yeah, it was just, it was really cool meeting him then, and even cooler meeting him with you. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the best moments of my life, and I have to also say this, I call her a member of the Ghostbusters family, because this is as close as I will ever, ever get to meet in the family of Harold and Ramis, God rest his soul. Right. The time that we met Heather... Nope, uh, no, Violet, Violet, Violet Ramis Steele. Yep, I still have her book and her autograph. Was... I have her book too. I mean, I know that she's done a lot of work, but the, and her book, just to let you know, it's called Ghostbusters Dad. If you are a father, I suggest you read it. It has some great advice. Ghostbusters Daughter. Sorry, Ghostbusters <laughs> Daughter, I stand corrected. I'm <laughs> sorry about that. It's a, I haven't actually read it myself, but um, you know, I'm, I'm, it's on my list. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just the, the stories that she shared during the Q and A that night, and um, she was also at uh, Ghostbusters Fan Fest, and she was very very sweet there. Um, just a, just a really you know, genuine person, you know, and um, she really has nothing bad to say about her father, who has really left a legacy, and you know, it's really great. She's really fortunate to uh, have been part of the Ghostbusters family. I really hope there will be another Ghostbusters fan fest. Oh, I hope so too, Matt. I really, really do. Kids Champagne, I really hope so. <laughs> now, as you know, with everything that's going, um, I am going to get into this um, a little bit um, with Ghostbusters Afterlife, although I am bummed that it's not coming out on its original release in July of this year due to the yeah. pandemic. I am disappointed, but you know, I understand for things. Um, 
I want this movie to be a big success and to have um, the crowd in March 2021. I am hopeful and I think it will be a great release and it's going to be worth the wait and to have the theaters packed during that time I think will be in a better state. So I do hope that Ghostbusters Afterlife will be a great film and I can't wait to see it in March of 2021. Same here. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. When I saw the first uh, trailer, I was like, "Wow, this is this has potential." I mean, you know, the 2016 movie was okay. Um, I'm being a little generous. I, it wasn't exactly the greatest movie ever made. Um, it, it was. It had some fun moments, um, and uh, Chris Hemsworth was pretty funny in it. But aside from his performance, um, I was kind of let down by it. And I'm really, I'm optimistic that Afterlife is, you know, a step up from that because I was sorely disappointed. I don't know, how, how did you feel about the, the 2016, uh, 2016 movie? Matt? I tried to get away from talking about it this much, but, it, but okay. I know that we had to talk about it at some point, but I'll give my comments on the 2016 film. It was an okay film. I like for the fact that it brought back and re-envisioned the franchise, that it brought back some toys and a brand new way to over to think of it to bring in a new generation. But yeah. in the end of it, it didn't it flopped quickly. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I actually attended the premiere in LA uh, that year, that summer, with the, some of the other Ghostbusters different franchises from around the world and uh yeah i mean the, the experience of being there for it and the energy and excitement that everyone was showing was awesome but the actual movie itself um it was kind of a kind of a downer i was really yeah it was just i was let down you see i wish i came in the new york city ghostbusters during that time at the premiere it would have been great with me i think i would have loved the experience of being a fan of ghostbusters during that time um, if anything, I would have tried to make myself go to Los Angeles for the premiere itself. Um, but I'm happy, you know, that I'm part of New York City Ghostbusters. And maybe, hopefully, we'll have that chance with Ghostbusters Afterlife. And I I'm really excited for it. You never know, Matt. I really hope, yeah, I hope they invite us again. That was, that was a great trip. Really cool. But speaking so cool. with uh, Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife and... Now for what has been going on with the franchise, I'm going to talk about now my favorite part, the toys. Yeah, <laughs> yes, please, please. Yes. Hasbro <laughs> now, has have, now has the rights to Ghostbusters. I mean, it was with Mattel, they've done some great, now don't get me wrong, Mattel has done some great things within the past. I have some great things from Maddie Collector, I have a bunch of action figures from them, including the Toys R Us exclusive, this Ghostbusters 2 4-pack of all the Ghostbusters, and Slimer, of course. That's one of my prized possessions. Is that the one where they have uh, the Santa Claus hats? Yes. Okay. Good. It's a good one. I love that suit. That uh, charcoal gray, I love it. <laughs> yeah. That one I'm never giving up, even though that's worth right now over $200. I'm never giving that one up. Wow. Well, you know what? That's wait, is it? It's two hundred dollars uh, on eBay. In, in the in the package. In the package. 
you know what? You can. That's actually the price of one of the old Kenner. They have the Ecto Glow line, which I, I don't think it was released. I'm not sure, but um, it's basically it was um, one of the waves in the, the Kenner line back in the late '80s, early '90s, where they all like have a, a glow in the dark uh, feature. They're, they can just glow in the dark, and I believe one of those. Like if you if you search for Peter Egon Winston or Ray, um, the lowest you can probably get one for is one hundred and seventy dollars mint on card. Now I went into speaking of those action figures, I went into one of the store um, comic and collector shop near us, yes. Royal Collectibles. If you are in the Forest Hills area. I suggest you go when they open up after the pandemic. Um, they have some really great stuff in there. But they had those figures in there. And the set for themselves a total of over $2,400. So they're $600 a pop, those action figures that they had in the case. Now, I don't know if they're still there or not. $600 for one figure? Of those Kenner glow in the dark, all in their oh, main packaging. Oh, you you get a better deal on eBay. <laughs> but um, not to that's not to knock Collectibles, which is a great store. I've been going to them um, since I was a kid. And be sure to check out the basement because they've got a lot of cool stuff from the nineties. Oh, there. I've been down in that basement. They <laughs> do have a lot of good stuff. Yes, the basement of Royal. I love it. But going back to Kenner uh, during the real Ghostbusters action figures, I'm going to say this. Walmart has released, an ex well, Hasbro released an exclusive to Walmart, the Kenner classic real Ghostbusters line. Yeah. The original four Ghostbusters, Peter Venkman, Ray Stanzi, Gunn Spangler, and Winston Zedmore, along with Slimer, but in on the figure line they called it the Green Ghost... And Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. And getting back to the real Ghostbusters, you know, there was things for Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man in the real Ghostbusters. But they always called him the big guy. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the uh, Stay Puffed action figure was not to scale. It was just um, slightly larger than the regular line of figures. They were about, I think, five and a half inches, and uh, Stay Puft was like maybe seven inches. <laughs> well, I know but that the, it came in a different uh, packaging for how they, but the I like how that they are re-released. I would really like to get my hands on them. Yeah. I mean, going to I mean, I wished that they didn't release it as a Walmart exclusive because, um. I just felt it, it would be better if it was at Target than it was at Walmart. Is that... Okay, uh, well, you know what? I don't know. I haven't really been... I thought they... Did they come out already? Or They're out. They've been released. Out? Oh, I thought they were coming out in August for some reason. Never mind. Okay. Um, yeah, no, that's something we should definitely consider searching for on, on, the, on the internet because I don't think it's going to be possible to get it in person in stores. I don't think I I'm I'm not sure. I mean, I know the pre-order for those went out quickly. Mm, I can imagine. 
probably some people in our group. <laughs> However, now that they have released from Ghostbusters Afterlife, a new line of the original Ghostbusters from Hasbro has been released in all um, big box stores, Target and Walmart and Big Lots. You can find them. I, I think they're starting to hit the shelves now. They were, you know, as they were um, previewed at the Toy Fair. Oh, I didn't see those. They, um, they're, they're characters from Afterlife? Not Afterlife. I didn't, they didn't really give a glimpse of Afterlife, so I don't think they're Ghostbusters Afterlife. But they do oh. have a kid's proton pack that will be released um, for $15. And I'll tell you this, I'll get my son a proton pack. Yes, yeah, start him off young, definitely. <laughs> I used to have the old Kenner, uh, the, the role-playing toys. The uh, I had the trap, I had the pack, I had some other guns, and um, yeah, they were those were cool toys. I, I would suggest again going on eBay and just trying to get some good deals and find those old toys, and you know, give your son some uh, some good stuff to work with. <laughs> Even with this. Um uh, Funko, you can still try and find them. The Ghostbuster um, Funko released uh, Pops uh, figurines from the 35th anniversary, including um, one from which has the firehouse. Mm-hmm. Do you have that one? No. I wish I could have it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I know you're big on the Pops, so... <laughs> But I do have this. I do have from the original. I had the whole line from the original, from the original when Funko uh, came out with the thirtieth anniversary. So I have all of them, including the Egon, which is the most expensive one they have, which is worth over one hundred and fifty dollars right now. Wow, and that doesn't sound that ridiculously expensive. Isn't one pop a standard cost like? Thirty, forty dollars. So the standard pop is worth about ten to fifteen dollars. Oh, interesting. If it's well, yeah, obviously if it's if it's more if it's more rare, then it's pricey. Because Egon, yeah, obviously, you know, Harold Ramis is the only um, Ghostbuster who's no longer with us, so that makes sense. It'd be cool to get it uh, autographed by Violet uh, Ramis. Yeah. As much as for what it is, that one I would just untouch, not signed by anyone except for Harold. But unfortunately, God rest his soul. Rest in peace, Harold Ramis. Yes. Thank you for everything. All right. Now it comes to my next segment. Um, My life won't be complete. And on this... um, for Ghostbusters, I will put this out here. Randy, for Ghostbusters, your life won't be complete until what? For, uh, for Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. I mean, you know, it would be amazing, and I don't know if it's going to happen in Ghostbusters Afterlife. I want to see the, the remaining three guys back together in their suits just to just stand all three of them together on screen and just like, you know, that just to see them back in uniform again would be amazing. Is there any, like, one particular actor that you want to meet or sign someone if you can have that personal 
one-on-one uh, -on -one appearance. I would love, to, I, as much as I love Bill Murray, I think I'd rather meet Dan Aykroyd. I would love to just sit down with him and interview him and talk, talk not just about Ghostbusters, but about his other endeavors, like his, his uh, Crystal Head Vodka. I know he's very passionate about that stuff. And I know that he occasionally does some um, stuff with the Blues Brothers, performs with them. Um, but just just to like interview him, sit down with him for like a few minutes, and just uh, just be in the presence of, of a Ghostbuster, you know, of Ray Stans, Doctor Ray Raymond Stans of the Ghostbusters, ladies and gentlemen, that would be a thrill. That is amazing. What about you, uh, Kid Champagne? What what is your your Ghostbusters dream? My life won't be complete until I meet Bill Murray and I get a picture with him and a signed photo that says, Matthew, the flowers are still standing. Still standing. <laughs> I and I also, I also want to meet Dan Aykroyd. I would love to get a signed uh, bottle of his Crystal Head Vodka. <laughs> if only... Have you tried it? Huh? I never tried it. Me neither. <laughs> I hear he, it's very smooth. I'm not a drinker, really, but... I, I, I would love to... I mean, if only... I mean, he has come for bottle uh, signings, mostly in New Jersey and the Pencil in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I wish he could do New York one day. He does New York, I'm like, I'm going there. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to camp out the night before. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. I don't, I don't see know. it happening in the near future, to be honest with you. No, I don't. definitely not, sadly, but something to consider in the future. Yes, absolutely. And as you can see, for us, Ghostbusters is really amazing to us. And it shares a deep space in our hearts. Yeah. You know, they're not just movies to me. There, uh, there's something magical. Something. It's an experience, and it's just it. I don't know. Playing with the toys, watching the movies, even playing the video games, just and even just talking about it now with you. We uh, did not even talk about the video game. That oh. is one. I have to say, the digitally remastered video game. Um, it's a GameStop exclusive. It's out right now. If you have PlayStation Four, Nintendo Switch, or Xbox oh. One. Yeah, I mean, it's one, it's pretty much the third movie. <laughs> That's true, and, and they did, they all uh, lended their voices, right? The actual actors? Yes. That's awesome, yeah. It's good stuff. I'm glad they got them all back for that. Yeah, and I think that, um, what year was that? 09, right? 2009 is when that uh, video game came out. So Ramus was probably involved too. Ramus was involved. Thankfully, he was. Uh, so wrapping up things here with Ghostbusters, I want to say that it is one great film that is going to soar throughout lifetime. I am yes. going to show this to my kids one of these days when they are ready to watch it and have great attention seeing. And I hope that they will be a fan of this film throughout their years as well. 
Looking back to it, take a glass of champagne and salute to Ghostbusters. I'm Matthew Haberman, Kid Champagne. Randy, thank you for joining me and celebrating Ghostbusters. Thank you so much, Matt. Uh, This was amazing. And anytime you want to talk about Ghostbusters or anything else from the 80s or 90s, please let me know. And Under the Radar, you can look them up on YouTube and their Facebook page, Under the Radar. It's a great show. They show everything film. Please watch that. Um, Great guests. Great comments. And also, it's Unger with a G. So Unger the Radar with a G. Unger. That's right. (laughs) Unger the Radar with a G. Randy, thank you. Thank you, Matt. This was awesome. And next next time, we'll be opening the champagne for Back to the Future. And we will be talking great stuff about that franchise. Kids Champagne, signing off.